Well, hi, everybody. It's the Week in the Tackle podcast extra. Did we decide on what we're going to call the extra show with the tidbits on it, Dunny? Did, don't we start with, like, singing? Aren't, aren't we going to do an open? Well, only on the... This is the extra bit. The official bit oh. gets the song. I can't I do gonna two sing songs too. a week. I was going to sing, Rini. I oh, was yeah. ready. Yeah, ready? I've really changed you, haven't I? You didn't used to want to sing at all. Las Vegas. Oh, yeah, Gary Neville's going to love the new Bournemouth owner. Yes, he's he, he's the owner of the... Oh, I had it a minute ago. He's the owner of a, a hockey team of some Las ilk. Vegas Golden Knights. I love the idea of Bournemouth going all Las Vegas and like they open casinos now in Bournemouth and it becomes like they have Monty Burns Casino on the sea. Yeah, I, I love well, that idea. Well, think about the go back and forth. Think about the flights from Bournemouth to Vegas, Vegas to Bournemouth. You can get a two for one ticket, a two for figure out if there's like a, a Friday night NHL game, party yourself to death, uh, make some really horrible decisions, get on the flight, head back home, go watch a game and watch Bournemouth play. Southampton. Because, you know, um, Bournemouth is quite a big stag do uh, yeah, bachelor exactly. party location in England. It's perfect. It's a perfect. So it's, a, it's the perfect double up. Yeah. When I, when I saw when I saw the links to who was potentially involved in this purchase. It's it, Bill Foley. Bill Foley Bill. leading the consortium. Good old Bill, man. Bill, <laughs> the the, it, the originator Bill, of some fantastic times. Good old Bill Foley in, yeah. in Vegas and now in Bournemouth. It's exciting. It's exciting news. I'm glad you sang that. Um, so this is this is the uh, extra bits um, of of, uh, of week in the bits. tackle. No, yeah. this is the dangly bits of week. In you want to go a dangly bit? We'll go a dangly, dangly bits. bits. Yeah. This is the dangly bits of week in the tackle. The full podcast back again on Monday. But we have uh, tidbits from grumpy pundits. Our show on Sirius XMFC, um, a fun section of the program where we just bring up random stories from the previous week. Uh, but we also have a kind of intro bit here, which was meant to be two minutes, but I actually like this bit more than the show because <laughs> I get to bring in the stupid bits that we don't get the chance to do. There's two things I wanted to do today. I know you've got to go, but I don't care about your life. I care about the things that I think are funny. Um, Sounds about right. We posted today, it was actually a full section of the Grumpy Pundit show on Friday, My America Map. Mm. Uh, and My America Map, uh, our listener, Andrew O'Dell, challenged me to draw a map of America from memory after yeah. our brilliant feature, Tom V. American Sports, highlights how little I know of the broad geography of the massive landmass uh, that is the United States of America. I know your basic hubs, California, New York, Florida. I've got them down. I know mm. where Ohio is because of Columbus Crew. But mm. apart from that, it is a bit of a mess. Um, so the middle bit, I've just got corn, corn, and more corn. Correct. Um, and below corn, corn, and more corn is cows. Yes. Uh, and then Texas. Yep. That's pretty accurate. Yeah, um, the Midwest. East of Texas is whiskey and the South. Yeah. And, and jazz and swamps I've got. No Mississippi, no, no Mississippi River. No, I've got some lakes at the top, though, for the big That's, lakes. Okay. So it, it was, I was part of the show this morning. I did, I, he did a brilliant one, I've got to say, Andrew, of the counties of England. Uh, and my favorite part of it was when he put Cornwall and Newcastle on the border of Wales, <laughs> which it was just... <laughs> astronomically good he posted it on reddit oh i hadn't got it up but he posted it on reddit and he got like hundreds of comments talking about our show Amazing. and talking about sirius xmfc and he kept saying oh tom rennie the host challenged me to do it and so i did yeah. it and people were to be fair people were calling him an idiot yeah <laughs> so, I mean, but, in was, a, but in a nice way it yes. was in, it's like it's like it's one of those like don't take it personally it, that's how it starts like don't take it personally but you're an idiot yes like it was like it was a fun like it was nice. I think you're an idiot. Yeah, it's a nice version. It was brilliant. And in fact, you can find this on Reddit. Uh, he posted it as American attempts to label counties of England. 
Uh, and he was like, oh, a Tom Rennie, soccer host on Sirius XM, challenged me to do it. Uh, this guy, C. Whitewell, said, hey, Cornwall, Newcastle and Devon, they're so hilariously wrong. I love it. I don't know where he was from. I'm assuming Yosemite <laughs> National Park. And there's, just, there's loads of great ones. Uh, I had no idea you, you even grew corn in England, says someone called Puffin Chaos. <laughs> Superb. <laughs> uh, Patchy Moon says, Sussex. Hey, I'd like to live there. <laughs> Just brilliant. Top yeah. super lame banter uh, from people on, on Reddit. So that was on yeah. Reddit. So I posted one today. So I just wanted to bring people here some of the responses that we got to posting this on at SiriusXMFC and on our respective Twitter pages because people were actually quite impressed by my, my uh, knowledge. It was impressive. You did well. You, Which you, I, for the most I mean, you disrespected New England. The Yes, the, I don't know enough. The whole area of New England has been completely disrespected. Your your map of America looks very similar to Massachusetts, um, but you forgot Massachusetts. Oh. It also it also looks like a goldfish for yes. the the young children who are eating snacks. I'm not an and artist. And then you completely forgot you for, completely forgot Hawaii. But that's okay. Do you know, I did actually, and that's not even an exaggeration, I just forgot Hawaii existed on this. Because yeah. I mean, it's meant to be like over there, right? So the map's here. Yeah. And it's, so it's in the ocean somewhere. So I couldn't have done yeah. I did remember Alaska, but I also was a big fan of miscellaneous. Yeah, miscellaneous. In between. Those, I got Delaware. The yeah, the Carolinas, Virginias. Oh, so yeah. I was going to ask, that's what that is. That's the Carolinas. Yeah. So where are the Dakotas? Dakotas would be kind of more near your more corn area. Yeah, your more corn area right. would be... The the more corn and the north would be kind of your Dakotas and like Illinois, Minnesota, Illinois areas around the more lakes. Um, So thank you to Andrew for giving us that. Just lots of content from this. Uh, And another Tom V American Sport should be on Thursday uh, when I'm with Tommy Smith on Grumpy Pundits. Unless we do another Tim V uh, FA Cup preliminary round teams, which was just super fun. Uh, there's literally a team that has played in the FA Cup this year called Penistone, which mm. is just, I just, I mean, the, the inner child very much came out on Thursday's show. Anyway, here's some comments to the map. Uh, Bruce got in touch to say, you got Texas right. That's good enough for me. The rest is simply irrelevant. Hot stepper. No lies are told here on this map. This is about as accurate as Google Maps. The only criticism is that the corn and cow section should be much bigger than represented. People are having a go at me about my scale. That's the big concern here, the scale I, of the map. I, th- I thought you did really well. I, I was, I was really, well, listen, a- as a kid from Southern California, specifically kind of the LA region, you left LA off the, this map and you yeah. have California really bulging into mm. kind of the Oregon, Nevada area. Um, but I do love from being based here in Salt Lake City, Utah, um, that your South Park, uh, I guess, Utah, Colorado drop is, 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 almost spot on i was saying to you watching the zone yeah if you would have watched yellowstone with kevin costner you could have put just the big y up there and represented kind of all of that whole region but i wish i'd had outside I of that, that that's my only criticism oh only is that criticism. why they're called the south park cows mm-hmm. that's why the t- the school team the south park cows because mm-hmm. of all the cows in that area mm-hmm. learning so much from this show uh tony says i like crew above whiskey but don't call it whiskey call it bourbon Distinctions are important in the whiskey universe. Is that is that mm. accurate? Have I upset people there? Yeah, it, it, well, bourbon, uh, Jack Daniels. You know, you can get 
it's it's you know what i would equate kind of the whiskey snobs to is mm. kind of the the wine snobs i don't buy a bottle of, out of a box i only drink from a cork i do not do the screws i only do the cork ones uh, this one and like the like the people like when the people pour like your wine and they like swirl it yeah sniff it do you not do that though sip and like i went on an incredible Listen, wine tasting wine. tour of the south of France. It's, it's no. wine. Like, what are we doing you're here? You're so wrong. It's you're wine. so it's wrong. Wine. You're Such so wrong. Snob. Just like you're wrong. Just like you're wrong about mm. Everton beating West Ham the weekend. You're wrong about mm. wine tasting. I'm not a wine person, but I went on an incredible wine tasting tour of the rosés of the south of France. And you go in there and there was a, a vault. Drank rosé? <laughs> yes, that's what they grow in the south. The I north know, is you red. Drank, you drank rosé. It was amazing, right? Yeah, it was amazing. But it, yeah. all of them were amazing, right? All and of it. All the rosé was the, amazing. Uh, some of the vats, <laughs> some of the vats they had where they're growing this wine or developing yeah. this wine go back to like the 1600s. It's incredible. And they're still using the yeah. same things. Yeah. Like you they go back rose. to like Henry the Eighth time. Yeah, but they all tasted different. And there's tannings <laughs> and length of the drink. It's incredible. <laughs> Which I assume is similar to bourbon as well, I assume. Mm. Um, Mary says, are you a professional cartographer? <laughs> About to be. Which is good. That's very good. Um, Hex, I think Ray Charles would have drawn a more accurate map than that. <laughs> but I do agree that New Mexico should be renamed Breaking Bad. Yeah. Because I knew Breaking Bad was this bit, which is New oh, Mexico yeah. and I want to say Arizona is here. In New Mexico. Yeah. 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 Yeah, specifically. New Joe Mexico. saying yes, that's got to be right. That's broadly right. So yeah, you know, I, like, I love, I love how the boss of Sirius is with us today, and yet we have we have not cursed once. No, do you know what? That's true. Something seems super odd about the boss stepping in because you know Tim Horsey, he needs every excuse, much like Andrew Williams did for some type of vacation, uh, and and this is another party, another celebration. He he went to a party for an engagement oh, the other day, an say. engagement. If you're getting engaged, let me tell you something. No one cares about you getting engaged. Like, it's a congratulatory, like, text. Like, oh, dude, that's awesome. I'm yeah. so happy for you guys. There's no no reason to throw a party. Idiots. Do you send Idiots? things for other people's anniversary? No. Why would you do such a thing? I don't give a flying toss about anybody's anniversary. Look at you backing away from swearing, you f***ing wimp. <laughs> Sorry. I was Joe. warned of you, mother truckers. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. <laughs> you know, we can curse. No. Sorry, Joe. No. Okay. That was just two for fun. That was just okay. two for fun. No more. Uh, mm. Everyone's got far too much work to do to, to edit this program. <laughs> so don't. That was just for fun. Um, but my, my sister, uh, her wedding anniversary, mm. my mum has a go at me every year for not getting them a card for their wedding anniversary. And I'm like, it's their wedding. Why would I send something for their wedding? No, no. doesn't make sense. But no. apparently, people do. No, I, I, is it, I is it to congratulate people that they're still together? Yeah, exactly. Why am I doing that? Yeah. Why, why would I? Why am I doing this? I don't. You know, I'm happy you're still married, but why does that cost me money? Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of 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 all of that. Listen, I'm not. I'm not. I could do, I could do, I could do big things, right? I think Valentine's Day is a thing. I, I'm a romantic with my wife, or at least I like to think I am. I there like to be thoughtful. Um, but some of this stuff is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like, like even for our wedding, like I, at some point you realize once every you start prepaying everything that my God, I'm, am I really paying for everyone just to party and have a have a have a blast and. 
uh, and get getting hammered at my oh. wedding. Sorry, 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 Joe. sorry, Joe. Sorry, we had a keg of Guinness at my wedding, so yes, we are paying for people. Like, if you want to go, if you want to go to the bar and go buy yourself a couple shots, go do it. But like, what what else are we doing here? But, but the wedding's man, we, all right. No, the we- yeah. I paid for all the drinks in my wedding. It cost me so, about seven so grand. I. So so did I. It gets really expensive, really. But not quick, we didn't but... do an engagement pie. No. No, no, I, no one cares. Insane. No one cares. Although, and the last time I will jump in here so you can wrap up. Joe, you can right. do whatever you want, mate. No, no, no. Do a swear word. I kid you not. This is from 1039 this morning. So from a timing standpoint here, about an hour and 45 minutes ago, from my wife, my niece is Amanda. It's Amanda and Chris's anniversary. Oh. I just sent them a text. Shoot them one, two. So hmm. funny you guys should talk about this. Oh, that's just, uh, yeah, oh dear. Awkward. I know you've got to go, but I want to read a couple more of these because then we're yeah. going to basically never talk about this again. Um, but a couple more quite funny ones. There was one from, uh, was it Carol? Caroline sent this in. Yes, Caroline said, I'm really impressed you listed Delaware. People in the United States don't know where Delaware is. They think it's mm. part of Pennsylvania which is annoying because it has some of the best beaches in the country. Do you know, without us bringing it up on the program, would you have known where Delaware was? Is, are, you, are you quite good geographically? Yeah, I, I am quite good geographically, but Delaware is one of those sneaky ones because you try to figure out if it's internal or external. Um, so the access to the beach is always like, a tricky I, i'm i'm not i'm again but i'm not an east coast beach guy if you i lived in boston for four years i could tell you all about that i could tell you how to get down to the martha's vineyard all that fun stuff but you start going south everybody raves about the beaches in jersey and jersey shore and all that stuff but yeah man i'm from southern california the beaches are so much better than the east coast beaches um one final water one is too cold yeah, well, to I be knew fair, Joe was coming back. Joe couldn't help himself. He was coming back. <laughs> and, and and we we are one of those Jersey Shore families. But when Sandy hit in 2010 and destroyed the first floor of the house we normally rented, we actually went to Bethany Beach in Delaware oh. the next summer uh, to enjoy the Delaware beaches. And one, we were in a shop, and one of my wife's friends said, "Look, here's a Bethany Beach sweatshirt. Do you want to get it?" And her husband looked at her and said, "She's never coming back here." <laughs> Smart woman. <laughs> one final one, and then we'll introduce you bits. I'm not going to do. I'm going to tease this though. Here's what I can tease for another podcast. I am some point. I'm three shows down with this now, and I've not done it. The world black pudding throwing contest. I do want to do that at some point, but we've got no time for it again today. Remind me on Monday if there's a bad weekend. There's only seven Premier League games, so we might be fishing for content. Probably not, to be fair. But we, uh, remind me, we've got to do that. But one more uh, tweet from Lee. And remember, go to at SiriusXMFC right now to check out my incredible picture that everyone thinks looks like Massachusetts uh, in shape as opposed to the US. I mean, yeah, I wasn't going to draw it again. I, I pay for these sheets. They're not free. When pen has hit paper, that's cost me money. So I wasn't going to redo it really quick. Rennie, do you know the nickname of Massachusetts? I don't know where it is. Massachusetts. Sorry, Joe. Why? (laughs) Silly me. I thought he was going with the old Bay state. No, no, no. That's the nickname. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Stuck in your head. Next time you say Massachusetts, you're going to say Massachusetts. Oh, now I've got something else. I know we got the song. Come on, man. I got to go. (laughs) Or Taxachusetts. Hey, is this a real? What is this? The spirit of Massachusetts is the spirit of America. What is that? Never heard it before. Do you know what that is, Joe? Oh, no, he can't come back on. 
It's actually a snip. It's a Family Guy bit. The Spirit of Massachusetts. But so is it from some? Is it based on something? A, it's a family. Uh, probably no one. Seth MacFarlane. Okay, do the research and it's add a it on Family the Guy bit. Because a lot of people have sent me this today, and I didn't know what it was. One final one from Lee, who says, I'm, "I'll do the accent." I thought I was last after my GPS broke, but luckily I left whiskey two days ago, and I'm now in Corn, heading to North Canada. So good. basically, uh, they never saw Lee again. Right? Do you want to introduce uh, tidbits? If you the spirit of Massachusetts how... <laughs> is the spirit of America. If you want to know how VAR is used properly in Romania, stick around. If you want to know what the progression and momentum behind how you prepare a country for a World Cup, stick around. And if you didn't know, Tom Rennie hates Tom Hanks, the actor. Oh, tidbits. I forgot to mention. Oh, we've got no time. Here's tidbits. It's time for Tidbits on Grumpy Pundits. Yeah, time for some tidbits now on Grumpy Pundits on a Friday. Rennie and Danny take America. Stories we thought were interesting or novel or worth knowing from the last week, but not strong enough for a full section of conversation on any show, really, across the Sirius XM FC network. I want to start with this, and I think it makes sense because we've just been speaking about the England squad and the US squad going into these silly games over the next week or so when we're doing an international break two months before the World Cup. <laughs> I don't know. Don't at me. It's not my decision. Because um, Wales are in our group, of course. Uh, Iran is the other team, I think, in our group. So it's not, it's not the easiest, but certainly not the toughest group if you're England, I don't think. It's, uh, you don't want to play Wales because they, they desperately want to beat England. You don't want to play the US because they desperately want to beat us. And you don't want to play Iran because of other things. Uh, let's get to Wales, though. Um, do you know who Michael Sheen is, Dunno? You heard of Michael Sheen. Do you know him? Yeah, the, the actor, correct? The actor. He is yeah. a terrific actor. I yeah. mean, he is yeah. just so talented. Um, you might know him from when he played Brian Clough in The Damned United, yeah. which is Good a movie. sensational book and sensational movie. Yeah. And he's amazing in it. He was uh, David Frost in Frost Nixon, which he may have, I think that was nominated for an Oscar for like best film, I think. Uh, but anyway, doesn't matter about that. It's a great film. You don't need to be told something is good. It's just good. Um, and he's also in a brilliant show on Amazon called Good Omens, uh, which uh, he stars with David Tennant, who was um, Doctor Who at one point in loads of things. Who? And it was written by a great author, author called Terry Pratchett, who sadly passed away. But his kind of Discworld novels are incredible. Um, if you've got like teenage kids, they would love this sort of thing, like early teen kids, Terry Pratchett's work. Anyway, and he's in Masters of Sex, I'm being told as well, uh, which is a big hit on uh, Showtime? Yeah, Showtime. Cinemax? <laughs> yeah, something like that. The Red Shoe Diamonds. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so Michael Sheen's a brilliant actor. He's a Welshman. And he was on a program called A League of Their Own, which we actually, we actually spoke about A League of Their Own a couple of weeks ago as well on this segment from something else. Was it Deccan Rice maybe was, was rapping on there? Anyway, so the, the host is a guy called Ramesh Ranganathan. He's taken over from James Corden as the host. And he said to Michael Sheen, of course, the World Cup's coming up. Um, do you have maybe something in the locker that could be used to inspire the nation of Wales mm. when they take on England and the USA during the World Cup? And this was, I'm sure, actually planned, but seemingly uh, Michael Sheen's off-the-cuff response. All right, I have to get in the right headspace now. Okay. Omar Ohid, 
Amarohi. I hear the voices singing. Speed your journey, boys, boys, bah. One nation singing with one voice. A song of hope, a song of courage, a victory song that floats through the valleys like a red mist, rolls over the mountaintops like crimson thunder. A red storm is coming to the gates of Qatar. It crackles with the spirit of 58 and Jimmy Murphy's boys. It turns the pages of the history books and finds Rob's page waiting still to be written. What would you write in there, boys? Dare you write your names on that page? We haven't waited 64 years and come halfway around the world to be troubled by a neighbor from back home. When the English come knocking on our door, let's give them some sugar, boys. Let's give them some Welsh sugar. They've always said we're too small, we're too slow, we're too weak, too full of fear. But Amarohid, you sons of speed, as they fall around us, we are still here! So, oh, so good. So good, Michael Sheen. Such a good actor. Like, and there's loads of lovely little bits in that speech where it's like goes back to the history of Wales and Welsh poetry, and there's obviously Welsh being spoken in it. I mean, who would do that? Who would do that for the USA, do you think? Would you get maybe like Gwyneth Paltrow to do it? Oh, no, Will Ferrell. It's got to be Will Ferrell. Will, yes. Will Ferrell has traveled. Uh, well, he didn't travel for the last World Cup. Maybe he did, but he, uh, he definitely traveled 2014 down to Brazil. And took part in uh, some of the pregame festivities, if you will. Well, Will Ferrell would be fantastic. That was really good. By the way, that that is that's got to be like photographic memory one hundred and one, right? Photographic memory. No, don't say yeah. the Rock. This isn't football, Gabe. I don't want to see this another NFL uh, Super Bowl thing. Um, I, it's not. No, Will Ferrell is so much better than the Rock would be in this situation. Mc- McConaughey, I, I, McConaughey could no, do it. Maybe he's a football guy, no, soccer guy. Uh, no, he'd just be naked with his bongos. I don't think that would. That mo- sounds well, great. That, motivate, that would motivate some. Not in Qatar, mind. Probably not in Qatar. <laughs> That's the truth. I don't think he'd make it out. Fair. He'd make it in with the bongo. Would not make it out. Um, but the photographic memory on these guys, by the way, are extraordinary mm-hmm. because you know he wrote that out. Yeah, obviously, that was well prepared. But that was fantastic, man. You could feel they they were amping up the music as it goes. He was dropping the sugar. They come for a sugar. I don't know if that's Welsh, but uh, no, we're too small. We're too small. They said it was certainly terrifying. It wasn't Welsh. It was terrifying. (laughs) England did this once. uh, The the actor Brian Blessed. You know Brian Blessed. He was in uh, Flash Gordon. Gordon's alive. That guy. He's got an incredible voice. Brian Blessed. He's a complete lunatic, but his voice is incredible. Mm. And they did one for England before they played Germany in the World Cup, the one where Frank Lampard scored, went over the line, and England were bleeding useless under Capello. Mm. And I don't think they did it again because it was like it didn't help at all. (laughs) But I watched it in a field at the Glastonbury Festival. So I went to Glastonbury, and I actually missed seeing Ray Davis of the Kinks to go and watch England against Germany on a big screen at the festival. Stupidest Mm. decision ever in the middle of a heat No regrets, huh? But when they were about to go out for a kickoff and they played the Brian Blessed thing, it was actually brilliant. And it was like, it was something from Shakespeare. It may have been from uh, Henry V or something like that. 
you know, what, what's the for for Harry for England and St George? Is that from Henry V? Rodney would know this. He's a Shakespeare. Bro, you're guy. talking anyway, the wrong guy. <laughs> yes, I have I have read a decent amount of Shakespeare, but I know Rodney's read the whole thing front to back. But anyway, and it, it was brilliant. But then they lost and didn't do it again. Anyway, mm. my machine, brilliant. Um, other tidbits got loads. I've got so many. I'm actually stacked with tidbits this week. I've got some more audio to play you shortly, but. I'll give you this one first, because I thought this was fantastic. After the VAR shenanigans of last weekend, of course, we had uh, the Newcastle game, the West Ham game. We had that ridiculous thing in Juventus game where, quite literally, it was a kind of Instagram versus reality moment. You get yeah. the Instagram, he's offside. <laughs> reality, there's a bloke standing there playing everybody on. It was stupid. What do you do? Um, so this is Tony Robertson. who wrote this in The Sun, so you know it's real. Um, there was a game... In the Serbian lower league. So it's not mm. professional Serbian football. It's essentially park football, Sunday league, we'd call it in England. Um, and a goal is given in this game. He hasn't written the team names in it. So not a particularly well-written article. Do the research tone. Um, but essentially, a goal has gone in and a team has seen on this phone-recorded video I have wheeling video. away in celebration. Have you I, seen it? It's amazing. I, I, I tweeted the video. I have this video. Yeah, I'm sending it's it so to you incredible. in the link right now. Have you seen the, have you seen the video? Yes, I've seen the, okay. I've seen the okay. video, and okay. I, I don't know the details apart from this one guy I wrote it up. But essentially, a goal goes in, and the, the management and the fans, about eight people there, have gone like, this is wrong. You've mm. made a wrong decision. This goal should not stand. So... The referee goes over to the sideline. Someone gives him his phone. His cell phone. Who just yeah. happened to be recording at that time. And he watches the video of the goal being scored. And <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, it's clear that's a handball or whatever. Yeah. And disallows the goal. Yep. I mean, quite literally, a bloke recording it on a phone <laughs> VAR, is better <laughs> than the PGMOL yes. and the people who do VAR in Italy. 100%. It shows you how easy it could be. Just yeah. record it, then show the bloke the recording to make a decision. It's as easy as this. But th- this is the craziest part about this. When you watch the video, it's about a minute long. Uh, I- I'll-, I'll retweet it. It was actually, I saw it on Out of Context Football was the tweet. And uh, I just hashtagged VAR on the, on the opposite side of it. It, it was, I-, I don't understand how the fans and or the team manager or assistant coach or head coach, whoever runs over, how they convince the referee to actually come over to the sideline. And it's one of like those those horse railings that are surrounding the field. So it feels like a Sunday league game. It's a respect rail. They respect, have those in England, respect. a respect rail. Okay. So the parents don't cross the respect rail into where the manager and the I players are. I knew that was the name of it. I, I played over in England a ton of times where we'd been in venues like that, facilities which had it, but I didn't know it was a respect. I just thought it was like a leaning. It looked like a horse rail to keep like the horses yeah. inside. Anyways. Like a dog track or something. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Um, but so how do you convince the referee to come over? Like, how do you, how, <laughs> what was the conversation? I didn't have understand you, Have the you language. been to Serbia? Uh, you, no, you're no quite... I'm not. No. If you ever go to Serbia and a Serbian gentleman asks you to do something, you immediately do it. That's, you do it. Yeah. That's the, you it's do gonna it. happen. Okay. You don't mess around. Understood. You just say, yes, sir. What can, like, I'm not gonna what do can that, I do? Like, Oh, yes, you will. Do you want to lose that pinky? I'm like, yeah, okay, like, cool. I'll do it. Serbia man says, look at my phone. You don't. You, I just wouldn't say no. <laughs> yeah. I, I just intrig- wouldn't. And see, I think for me, it would be more about the intrigue of what potentially is on the phone versus me being told yes. why I have to look at said phone. Uh, but yeah. it, it's great. The, 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 fan, like the players themselves are coming over. The fans are like, no, look, look, look. He's offside. He's offside. If that was the case, because, again, it wasn't English. 
couldn't understand it. Uh, but then as he t- he takes the phone from the gentleman in the pink shirt on the sidelines yeah. uh, behind the respect rail, comes over. He's standing then on the field. He's looking at it. You've got, like, a, again, the manager is playing, like, manager slash security guard around him. The players are surrounding him. He's backing them off. He looks at the phone and goes, and he puts up his arm like no goal. And it is incredible. And it is so quick. So fast, so reasonable, yeah. and completely illegal within the context of the rules of the game. I am here for it. I loved it. It was incredible. And I just retweeted yeah. it uh, at Brian Dunseth. And it just showed, what, what am I always saying to you when we have these VAR debates? We did it on Week in the Tackle a couple of keep weeks ago, simple, the day stupid. after the Chelsea one. That's what you said. Just, just <laughs> keep it simple, you morons. Stop overcomplicating this. What VAR is, is a bloke what watches a replay. So let's not have all these protocols and things. Mm. You, do you know the laws of the game? Yes, I do. Here's a phone. Just tell me if all the laws of the game are adhered to in this clip. Mm. That's all. That's it. We don't need second referees and third referees and protocols and clear and obvious and high bars and low bars and no bars. Just, just have your phone. Mm. Like everyone listening to this right now has their phone on them or near them. We live in the West, right? Capitalism one. We all have our phones near us. Maybe two phones. Maybe three phones. Why can't they just have a phone on their arm strap like a runner? And then they're like, a goal's gone in. And they're, well, they're celebrating. Pop your phone out. Watch it back. <laughs> beep, beep. Uh, oh, it turns out um, that, that isn't a foul by uh, Jared Bowen on uh, Mendy. Oh, well, mm. there you go. I haven't got to speak to someone in West London. I, no, I haven't got to be on the phone to some moron. I have got to call Mike Dean and be like, Mike, what happened there, pal? Just get your phone out, like everyone does. I, I, I don't Anyway, they got it right in Serbia. I'll tell you why they might have it wrong. That's in Spain. Here's a tidbit for you. <clears throat> I, love, I love headlines like this. I'm just going to read the headline. It's from the Daily Mail. Spanish FA deny that President Luis Rubiales, quote, has used their money to host orgies with eight to ten young girls at a time, end quote, describing the claims made by his uncle as a, quote, new exercise in falsehoods and manipulation by former employees motivated by spite. Mm. Now, that's just the headline to this incredible, (laughs) incredible story. Um, So these claims have been made by uh, Juan Rubiales, who is the uncle of Luis Rubiales, who is the president of uh, the Spanish Football Federation, Mm -hmm. RFEF. Um, This was reported in El Mundo, the Spanish outlet, and apparently, says the uncle, uh, and he was once the chief of staff of the president too, so he knows him well, that he has been having these sexy orgies with up to 10 girls at a time on the Spanish Football Association's Euro, and putting them through as expenses for work events. He claims right yeah. that right the, quote, closest members of his team were present and says that uh, he's referred it all to the anti-corruption department. Mm-hmm. Um, Rubiales, Luis, has denied any of this. He laments and categorically denies the accusation, saying they have been made out of spite. The, the fact it's his uncle throws a whole new element on this incredible story. Uh, yeah, they released nice. a statement. The actual Football Association of Spain, the RFEF, had to release a statement saying, um, 
The full intervention of Juan Rubiales that is reported today by the newspaper El Mundo is once again a new exercise in falsehoods and manipulation by a former federative employee motivated by spite as well as his demonstrated alliances and recognised by those who seek a constant deterioration of the image of the president. El Mundo focuses the story on a new manoeuvre by Rubiales, who once again accuses us of irregular and inappropriate behaviour at a work meeting with other department directors at which he was present. No, he's accusing you of having an orgy. <laughs> Just say it. <laughs> Why are they trying to tart it up? Salacious. He's accusing you of being in, a, in, a, in, a, in an orgy in the office. Yeah. Uh, so I, I got a bunch of questions, Randy. Got a bunch of questions. I'll bet. Um, let, let's I start don't know. with. Is it costing? I don't know. Well, let, probably a let's lot. Start, let's start with how how malicious one has to be um, in a work environment to throw the accusation out, whether whether right or wrong. Like this, you know, the moment that you put this out publicly, like this is going to immediately action, and it's only going yes. to continue to get bigger and bigger. So, the maliciousness of knowing exactly what you're doing, right? If if this was not the case, man, you, you are trying to sink my man. So I think, well, how could this possibly get this bad when you think about employee and boss? Well, now you throw this into this is a, a, a family member. Like, yeah. how bad must this situation have been for a fa- Like, Rubiales brings him in, brings him on the inner sanctum of this, gives him a really high-level job, you would think, with, with regards to the RFEF. Uh, and then... This goes so sour that this accusation is placed, right or wrong. Uh, now, if you're quote, quote, written off financially, it's plausible. It seems like there's a little bit of a, a plausible situation here happening. I don't know Rubiales. I don't know if he's married. I don't know if he's single. I don't care about his sex life. You do you, bro. Uh, do yes. whatever you got to do. It has nothing to do with my American morality. You can pay for it if you need to pay for it, if that is the case. Uh, but then business-wise, accounting-wise, HR-wise, I, I, again, fascinated to see how this is all going to play off. Because I mean, if it's if, not real, it's not real. This, this, uh, I mean, it's an accusation if, no matter what. It's if an, you no, but if you've got the receipts here, and I, I don't know if I don't know if uh, young young girls give receipts. I don't know. What I'm just going to back out of as soon as possible. It's a Venmo. Yeah, I don't know if you'd if this sort of service would provide a receipt because what do you put on your tax return? I don't know. Uh, so, but if you, you've got to have the pictures or something, like you, you must have the proof. You couldn't just come out with this accusation and be like, "Well, uh, only I saw it." Phones in the bowl. Phones in the bowl. Drop the keys. Yeah, phones in the, phones in the, bowl. In the bowl. Yeah. If you want to have a party with celebrities, phones in the bowl. Was that? Um, I can tell you, there's a further addendum to the story that David Arganzo who is the head of the Spanish Players Association, is accused of working with the uncle to try and get money out of the federation. So uh, Juan accused his nephew of hiring private investigators to follow David Arganzo, who is then accused of uh, essentially encouraging some sort of blackmail. Mm. It's an incredible story. It's an incredible story. Uh, I wasn't invited to the party, so I can't verify either way. But we'll keep you abreast of that one. Uh, choice of words. Um, one more tidbit uh, from me. And I wanted to play you this because I know you'll like this. Mm. Um, my children love the Wiggles. Mm. The Wiggles are just, I mean, they are they are gods in our house. The Wiggles are the Australian uh, group 
we have to call on the Australian band in our house because if anyone says the Wiggles, our daughter flips her lid and we have to put the Wiggles on. Um, and they basically have, they do like nursery rhymes and kids songs and they wear little skivvies. So yep. one is purple, yep. one is yellow, one is red, one is blue. Yep. Uh, and they were massive when they first sort of came through to America in like the year 2000. They've gone through a few different generations of the Wiggles now and there's a younger cast, but some of the originals are there. Oh, they're brilliant. I love the Wiggles. And if you ever have the chance to like see the story of the Wiggles and watch them on the telly, I highly recommend it anyway. But they are, they, they're arena selling act in yeah. australia they're, they're massive huge. yeah huge and, what, and they actually have come to like, next time they come to london me and the wife will go never mind the kids i just i love them anyway um when australia qualified for the world cup you may recall the goalkeeper andrew redmayne who was on the goal line yeah. and he was doing all this kind of bruce grobble spaghetti leg stuff well he said he was wiggling on the line he oh, was boy. doing the wiggle. He was doing wiggly dance, you know, cold spaghetti, cold spaghetti, mm-hmm. mash banana, mash banana on the line to put off uh, the opposition. He ends up saving the penalties, which get them to the World Cup. Well, this week, ahead of their final two friendlies before the World Cup, Andrew Redmayne joined the Wiggles in Wiggletown. Uh, the Wiggles is on almost 24-7 in our household at the moment, so it's, uh, it's a bit surreal running into this crew and, um, you know, had an amazing day. We've got an 18-month-old girl at home, Poppy, and uh, the Wiggles have gotten us out of uh, a few tricky situations. Mate, you are a legendary Wiggle, I tell you what. That was the best, Scott. Now, Andrew, on the behalf of the Wiggles, thank you for everything you've done for the Socceroos, especially for getting them to the World Cup. Now, I would like to present you with the grace give you, and now officially the new Grey Wiggle. I watched the video, and then we saw all the dance moves. It was all over my Instagram, all over TikTok, and me and my mum were like, that's pretty similar to the Wiggles Rockabye Bear. And then I realised that all of social media recognised that, and it was a bit of a Wiggles collab with the Socceroos, which I think was pretty cool. The Grey Wiggle does it for Australia. Literally in the commentary, the Grey Wiggle does it for Australia, which was, I don't know who the commentator that's was, but that's amazing. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and that was, that was Sahai. Sahai is the, the new Yellow Wiggle. She replaced uh, Emma, who's now doing her own thing. She's now doing Emma Memma, uh, which hey, is the whole thing. Rennie, but Sahai is like kids. 16. T- oh my God, the Wiggles are amazing. Without telling me you have young kids. I'm obsessed with the Wiggles. <laughs> and the song Rockabye Your Bear, which they referenced there, that's like the anthem of our, of our house. It's incredible. It's just, oh, it's, they're, they're the best. Yeah, we're so far out of it. But yeah, wiggle. I hear you. Wiggle, wiggles are fantastic. That that that's so actually good. really cool, though. I mean, you take a, a huge event. Obviously, you know it's going to become a, an even bigger event. Um, and you're in, you know including it. Obviously, he said he had a a child, eighteen months old, which kind of fits into the wiggles as well. And yeah, there was a time, Rennie. When my kids are not. My oldest is thirteen. Uh, there was a time that the wiggles were really popular in the Dunseth household as well. I, I forget all the songs now, but. You start rocking them again. You're like, oh, okay. You start nodding your head. Yeah, you're away. They're yeah. great. I love the Wiggles. And I, I'm, I'm, I hope uh, Australia do all right in the World Cup and the Wiggles get out there. Imagine if the Wiggles go to Qatar, yeah. I'm there. Makes it all worthwhile. Week in the Tackle is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give us a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts. Want more Grumpy Pundits? Listen weekdays from 9 to noon Eastern on SiriusXM FC, Channel 157, and on the SXM app.